بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد أبرد السستاز سبحان الله I remember reading uh, this little anecdote about this man who was uh, in his 80s and he was in hospital something happened to him and he Uh, had to be in hospital. He was hospitalized and he spent a part, good part of that in the ICU and so on. And then uh, eventually he was discharged. And when he was discharged, he was given the bill, uh, hospital's bill. And uh, he saw the bill and he started weeping. So people obviously thought that, you know, uh, it just, uh, maybe the The bill was a shock for him, so he's, he's weeping. So they asked him, they said, why, why are you crying? What happened? You know, uh, is the bill too much and so on? He said, no, no, the bill is not the issue of the bill too much. The bill is not too much because in any case, he said, I'm covered by my um, company's insurance, so I don't pay anything. It's, it's free for me. He said, I am crying to see the amount of the bill and what it is for. So they said, we don't understand this. You say that your bill is covered by your company's insurance and it doesn't really matter. And then you are saying you are crying because of the amount of the bill and what it's for. What do you mean? He said, this bill is basically to keep my heart beating and to keep my lungs functioning. Effectively, that's what you did in the ICU. is to keep my heart beating and my lungs functioning, to keep me breathing. The oxygen and the, uh, you know, the ventilator for a while and so on. It's basically to keep my heart beating and my lungs functioning. And he said, SubhanAllah, I am 85 years old. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept my heart beating and my lungs functioning for 85 years. And I paid nothing. And that was not in an ICU. Because while I was, while you kept my heart beating and my lungs functioning, I was also restricted to a hospital bed with tubes and machines and so on running into me. I couldn't turn, I couldn't, if I wanted to go for a walk, I couldn't do that. If I, if I wanted to sit up, I couldn't do that. If I want. I could do nothing. I was, I was like a prisoner. And that you did for a few days and you charged me so much money. He says, not the, he says, it is not the question of who's paying. He said, I am crying out of gratitude to my Rabb. Jalla Jalla. I am crying. These are my tears of gratitude. These are not tears of complaint. said so tears of gratitude to my rob jalla jalalu who kept me with my heart beating and my lungs functioning and my my body functioning perfectly and my knees and my legs and my hands and everything and allowed me to tour his world to see sights that people 
have not seen. And he is jala jala lo. Charged me nothing. He gave me all of this free. Today, yesterday I went to see another beautiful young brother of mine, Hudayfa Abbasi, who is in ICU. He was in a car accident and as a result of that he is he has some head injuries and so on and he is an ICU and I request all of you to make a lot of dua for him. He's fourteen years old. And yesterday I saw him with tubes and and all that unconscious. SubhanAllah. I make dua for him literally day and night. And of course I will not say what dua I make. Allah knows what it is. But I am requesting you to make dua for him. Special dua for him. Wherever you are. And I know that may Allah bless my brother Zafar Ahmad. He is in Medina in Masjid Nabi Sharif. And he will listen to this. And Zafar Bhai, please make dua for him. Hudayfa Abbasi. And I know many other people who are making dua, and this reminder goes all over the world, alhamdulillah. Please make dua for him. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should give him shifa kamila ajila and restore his health completely and perfectly, and he should be back home without any problem, inshallah, soonest. Then I got a message from another very dear friend of mine, my sister from the UK. I'm not taking her name because I know she wouldn't want to be mentioned by name, but her husband has been in hospital in ICU for now a long time. And she sent me a message saying that he has at least 20 machines hooked onto him. And I was thinking to this to myself, subhanAllah, no matter how healthy we are, or no matter how young we are, or no matter how wealthy we are, or no matter how powerful we are, or no matter the opposite of all of that, no matter how sick and weak and powerless and poor, one day this life ends. Irrespective. Irrespective of any of this, one day this life ends. And truly, the greatest blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is when He gives this realization to us. To say that, remember, this is going to end. This will end. There is a story, a teaching story of this king who um, said to his people, he said, I will give 
a hundred thousand gold coins, gold dinners, to the one who can give me one line, one line, which when I am sad, if I read it, when I am devastated, when I am facing a calamity, if I read that one line, it will support me, it will take away that pain, it will take away that fear, it will take away that calamity, that, 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 that uh, uh, you know, the, the, the effect of that calamity from my mind. And the same one line, when I am very, very happy, when I am delighted, when I am feeling very powerful and, 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 and wonderful, when I read that same line, it will bring me down to earth so that I do not do anything to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the expression of that happiness. So if somebody can give me that one line, one short line, then I'll give him a hundred thousand gold dinars. Many, many people tried and nobody would come up with it because the challenge was very, very tough. He said the same words must make me feel sad and must make when when I am happy and must make me feel happy when I am sad. And by sad you know what I mean. I not that he wants to destroy his happiness, but meaning that the happiness and the sadness must not take him to a state where he forgets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Until one man came up with the line and the line was this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Just think about that. This too shall pass. So I remind, I remind myself and you, my brothers and sisters, let us always think about that. When we look at ourselves, when we look at our own lives, when we look at those around us, and any time, especially when we are, uh, you know, we feel that things are so bad or so terrible or so whatever. Usually we don't think about that when uh, things are good. But uh, when things are difficult, always remind yourself and say, this too shall pass. <coughs> that is the meaning of the Hadith of Wasallam. He said, the most intelligent one among you is the one who remembers his death most, most often. Remembering your death is not being morbid. It is being realistic. It is being real. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our du'as for the husband of my sister in the UK about whom I mentioned to you, whose, whose name I mentioned to you, whose story I mentioned to you and your du'as for Rudaifa Basi here in the in, in Springfield, in Springfield and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help them in their difficulties and to restore their health and to uh, cure their illness because shifa is only and only in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doctors do what they know to do and alhamdulillah they do a good job but it's not in their in, it's not in their hands to cure anybody Shifa is only in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his shifa. We ask him for khair. We ask him for barakah. We ask him for 
عافیہ ان واٹیور بی آسکی پور وصل اللہ علیہ وسلم علیہ وسلم علیہ وسلم علیہ وسلم علیہ وسلم علیہ وسلم